everybody. Welcome back to Tapping This Week. I am Deborah Dondelinger, and today we are talking and tapping about tapping. Gary Craig is the founder, the inventor of EFT or tapping. His work was built on the shoulders of, of a couple other people, including Dr. Roger Callahan, who um, invented thought field therapy. If you've never heard the creation story of thought field therapy, it's absolutely, absolutely fascinating. Um, actually, I'm going to tell you it right now because I just love it so much. Callahan was a psychologist or a psychiatrist, I think psychologist, working with a lady named Mary who had a severe phobia of water. And her phobia was so severe that if it rained, she wasn't comfortable driving. She had challenges looking at bodies of water. She had challenges bathing. Like she could only be in like a couple of inches of water in the bath. So it was really a crippling and long-term phobia with no obvious root causes. She had tried a lot of different techniques and was working with Dr. Callahan and they were sitting outside, I think on his property, and she was looking at a swimming pool from a distance and she said to him that my stomach feels unsettled when I think about the water. And he'd been studying uh, traditional Chinese medicine and knew that the stomach meridian had an ending point under the eye. So he told her to tap on the eye underneath the eye with her fingertips and he went off for a couple of minutes. He came back and she said to him, it's gone. And he thought she meant that her stomach ache was gone. And she's like, no, my fear of water is gone. And she walks over to the swimming pool and he calls out, wait, don't, you can't swim. She's like, yeah, I'm not stupid. Like I, the, the phobia is cleared, but not my intelligence. And she was able to go in the water without any negative side effect. And this stayed. They followed up with her, um, I think it was a couple years later, and there was no, she had no phobia of water. So he's like, what just happened that this phobia tied to water cleared by tapping on this point? He went on to study and look at developing these protocols that involve tapping on different meridian points on the body. But he developed algorithms that said if it was anxiety, then you'd go in this order. If, you, if it's fear, you go in another order. And he only trained medical professionals. So along comes Gary Craig, and he managed to get himself into a training. He was an engineer academically, but he was into um, The Course of Miracles and other self-improvement studies and spiritual studies. And he looked at the tapping protocol. He's like, wait, it doesn't take that long to tap on the points. What if the order doesn't matter? And what if we just include all the points because it only takes a couple of minutes? And he came up with what is called EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques. He developed two versions, a short, uh, long protocol and a shortcut. And over time, the shortcut protocol is the one that has been used and is standardized. And it involves tapping on the side of the hand, saying a statement with the structure of, even though I have this issue, and you name the issue, I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. Now, when he originally introduced the setup language, he talked about psychological reversal and that only 40% of the people need to do the side of the hand point. But what I found is that the side of the hand point is incredibly helpful to sort of explore language and see where the client is or see where you, where you are. And I use it every time. So we're three times on the setup point and then we go through the rest of the points on the body. So what you might notice when you're tapping on the other points, that one of the two of the points feels better to you. Or that on that point, you notice a substantial relaxing. What that means is that point is a valuable point and you can stay there and you can have that be your go-to point. So we can deviate from the protocol if we notice that some points feel better to us. I tend to use all the points because I don't want to have to think about it that much, but I can definitely notice I'll get to a certain point and oh, like the switch is just turned off and all the tension has gone. 
Now, one of the questions that practitioners get is what about the language for the side of the hand point? What if I can't say I deeply and completely accept myself? At some point along in the history or development of EFT, somebody introduced the term I deeply and completely love and accept myself. That love was never part of the original setup language precisely because for some people it's challenging to say that. And I use the language of the setup point as a way to gauge how, if we're making progress. I have worked with clients who absolutely could not say I love myself. They could not say I accept myself. And as we've done more work over time, they become to um, appreciate who they are and they can say that and mean it. So it's incredibly important, in my opinion, when you're tapping that on the side of the hand point, the affirmative part of the statement is something you believe in. So if you can't say, I deeply and completely accept myself, you can say, I am open to the idea of accepting myself. Or if you can't say that um, you don't accept yourself, you can say, I just want to feel better. Or you can say, I'm open to trusting myself. And you'll notice when I tap with, with uh, here or with people that I do vary that setup language intuitively based on what I'm noticing. But you don't have to be that complicated. You can just stick with, I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. Or if you can't say that, I deeply and completely am open to accepting myself anyway. So let's do some tapping on um, being okay with who we are, liking ourselves, accepting ourselves. Last week, I was on a panel. Um, it was an ENFP. That's my personality type panel. I was a participant. Um, it was on a YouTube channel. I'll, I'll put a link up to the channel. And it was so fascinating and, and, and fulfilling and to be mirrored by all these other female ENFPs and noticing how our personalities were similar, how we were different. But it was like, oh, it was like, it was like relaxing into who I am. I'm an Enneagram 3. And when I've done panels as an Enneagram 3, a panel is where you stand with people of your type. There's just this resonance that comes with being around people who are wired the way you are. And for most of you guys listening to me, you probably are not a normal person, meaning you don't fit into the 75% of the population who's sensing-based, or you, you are wired differently, you have different interests. And so being around people who are like us, even if it's a small group, can be so relaxing. But until we've had that experience, we can be like, what's wrong with me? I'm not quite okay. I don't quite fit in this world. So let's do some tapping on all of that stuff and see where we end up. So right now, zero to 10, how comfortable do you feel with who you are, part one, and your place in the world? So zero to 10, I'm probably an eight, comfortable with who I am. Uh, my place in the world is more like a six, because it's, I'm not always in the right place. And we'll do some tapping. All right, on the side of the hand. Oh, as I notice how comfortable I am being me, I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. As I notice how uncomfortable I am at times being me. I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. Even though I know I'm different than most people. That's okay. I still accept myself. Moving through the points on the eyebrow. It's okay being me. Side of the eye. Sometimes it's not. Under the eye. Sometimes it's really hard being wired the way I am. 
under the nose. Sometimes it's amazing being wired the way I am. Chin point. This has been a lifelong journey of learning to love myself. Collarbone. This has been a lifelong journey of learning to appreciate myself. Oh, right there, that point relaxes me completely. Hmm. Under the arm. I'm open to appreciating myself as I am. Top of the head. I'm okay, just the way I am wired. Okay, stop there, relax your hand, gentle breath. And then when I talk about the way we're wired, I'm actually referring to quite a few different systems. I'm referring, referring to um, Myers-Briggs typology, looking at how our brain is wired and how we process information and how we make decisions. I'm talking about our anagram type, which is our motivation and our sort of our core wounding as we navigate the world. And I also bring in human design, which is actually a map, a literal map of how we're wired, looking at nine different energy centers and the influences showing up in our bodies and our auric fields. Human design can be a little bit far out there for people, but I have found so many valuable insights in looking at my human design chart. If you're interested in looking at your chart, I have a cheat sheet on how to do that on my website, and I'll put a link at the bottom of the podcast page. So Wired is sort of like your unique internal configuration. So it's, are you okay with who you are? And then, how receptive is the world to you? We're meant to work together, but we need different players at the table. And sometimes we're just in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people. And we know how bad that feels. And other times we're in the right place with the right people, and we know how good that feels. So think about whether you're in the right place at the right time with the right people. And notice what happens to your body. And then think about a time when you're in the wrong place with the wrong people and notice what happens to your body. Now, a characteristic that's, um, I think is more feminine than masculine, but but who knows, is that we can blame ourselves when we don't feel good in situations. We can think there's something wrong with us. We also can blame the situation and think there's something wrong with them. But a third place to be is recognizing that perhaps it's just a mismatch, that who we are doesn't go with who they are, but nobody's to blame. Getting blame out of the equation is a powerful step to accepting ourselves and also accepting other people as they show up. Side of the hand, as I notice how much I blame, I have blamed myself for being wrong. I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. As I notice how much I've blamed myself for being me, I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. Because I notice I feel sad at how I thought about myself. I'm sad for that younger part of me that felt judged and neglected. I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. Moving through the points on the eyebrow. I used to blame myself side of the eye. I used to blame other people. Under the eye. 
it's very uncomfortable being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Under the nose. Noticing where I feel comfortable. Chin point. Noticing where I don't. Collarbone. Noticing where I feel blame. Under the arm and noticing where I don't. Top of the head. I'm open to accepting myself and I'm open to accepting others. Good, stop there. Another gentle breath. Now one thing that's very interesting that comes from human design, if you have an undefined identity center, and you can find that out by running your chart online, um, it means that you are more sensitive to noticing where you fit and where you don't. And people sort of reflect back to you your worth and your value. And those of us have an undefined identity center, we can really struggle with feeling like worthless if we're in the wrong place. People who have a defined identity center have a much better sense of their value and they're more robust. They can handle different environments. So see, go ahead and run your chart and see if you have an undefined or defined identity center. And that can give you a lot of information about how comfortable you are in different places with different people. Okay, thanks for listening, everybody, and tapping along. Talk to you in a couple weeks. Um, oh, gosh, it's been so much has been happening. Time has sort of compressed and expanded all at once. So just, you know, tapping every day if you can, breathing, tuning in with yourself, knowing that who you are and how you show up in the world makes a difference. And I appreciate you listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye.